This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, the 15th annual Global Human Capital Trends Report by Deloitte looks at the state of the workforce and workplace. The headline of the report is that business and HR leaders may not be ready for the future, which was really changed for the good in many and many believe uh, in 2020 when the pandemic hit. The biggest issue apparently seems to be trust. Dan Helfrich is a CEO of Deloitte Consulting and joins us to break down their study. Dan, pleasure to have you with us today. Thanks for a few moments. Great to be here, Dan. Why is it that trust is the seemingly one of the biggest concerns right now? Because people are a little nervous in an era of so much change, in an era of artificial intelligence, and those people are both customers of organizations and they're the employees of organizations. And so... The organizations that are investing in ways to create trust, further trust, and are avoiding some of the pitfalls of the uh, widely available data that's out there today, those are the organizations that are going to both increase customer retention and increase employee retention. So what is it specifically that's kind of eroding that trust then? Well, let's, let's talk about... Uh, with employees in particular, what's eroding the trust in some organizations is what we call a bit of a surveillance mindset. There's all this data that's available on things like productivity, on things like the digital footprints that our employees are leaving. And some organizations are using that for good, and some organizations are going a little bit too far. And when professional workers feel that they're being surveyed, and being judged for micro activities happening throughout the day. They're, they don't feel like they're being treated like professional adults and trust erodes as a result. What's interesting is you note that uh, the majority of the people surveyed in this report understand that that component of trust is important, but very few are acting upon it. And, and that is that's a unique dynamic, to, you know, where you might be able to fix some of these issues, but if you if you actually made the movement forward on it. It's, to me, this is the most interesting part of the report, and we call it the knowing versus doing gap. More than any other time over the 15 years we've done this, we actually find that executives and employees actually have a pretty clear and we think pretty modern and progressive idea of what needs to happen. And yet nearly all of them say, my organization knows it, but isn't doing it. And so an example is like in measuring worker productivity, 75% of the respondents say, boy, we absolutely must find metrics beyond traditional productivity in this world of AI, in this world of human performance. And yet only 17% say we're doing it well. 73% said, hey, we got to combat technology with human imagination. Only 9% say we're actually doing it. So this paradox, this deficit that sits between knowing and doing is really the imperative that cuts across all of these trends. Joined by Dan Helfer, who is a CEO of Deloitte uh, Consulting. The report also mentions the importance of value, maybe not so much for the business, but for the people themselves. Yeah, it's a bit of a flip, right? And at the end of the day, employers 
need to think about human sustainability in a different way. And, and what we say is human sustainability requires organizations to focus less on how much their people benefit the organization and more on how much their organization benefits the people. And that flip in mindset is huge. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, you might see on an everyday basis, I certainly see it, and the, and the report validates it is, Work stress is rising as a top challenge right now. 53% of the workers we talk to identified increasing work stress as their top challenge. We hear a lot, for example, about the threat of technology taking over jobs, but work stress was double the challenge of, of that. And so this focus on human sustainability and the flip of the orthodoxy there mm-hmm. is the way we think the best organizations will attack it. Why is it you think, I mean, is it is it in the HR department or is it further up the corporate ladder that we're not seeing enough action uh, to kind of uh, fill in the gap on this concern about trust? It is absolutely not an HR responsibility. In fact, those organizations that view what you and I are talking about as the domain of HR are already behind. This is this is the responsibility of the entire organization. And, and that includes all the C-suite levels. So let's, let's talk for a second about the CIO. We talk in the, in the report about the criticality of setting up digital playgrounds. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're, you're a CIO, and, and I like this metaphor to the, the playground, the notion that there's a safe space to play. As we move into using generative AI, for example, the progressive CIOs are going to figure out a way how to get safe, anonymized data in a sandbox where people can play with it and play with the technology, et cetera. The HR department's never going to be able to either envision that as an imperative or execute it. The CEO, his or herself, needs to be the one setting the tone. Then there is also the component of AI, which seemingly everybody is talking about uh, these days. Your report brings it up as well. How does the impact of AI factor into the 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 both the success, uh, but also the relationship in the office right now? Well, it's interesting that the there's there's a lot of dialogue about the fear of AI versus the opportunity of AI and. I was pretty optimistic in reading the report that, for example, 70% of the workers, the frontline workers we talked to, said they're willing to delegate as much work as possible to AI to free up their time and enhance creativity. And so those organizations who are viewing AI and those employers who are viewing AI as a threat to jobs, we think are viewing it the wrong way. We think the organizations need to see the twinning of AI with human performance and and need to be investing in things like imagination and empathy and curiosity as critical skills of the future. We at Deloitte, for example, have built um, courses we require everyone to go through, like the art of empathy and the art of the story, storytelling. We think if you do that, then you're acknowledging the power of AI, you're viewing it as an opportunity, not a threat, and yet you're showing people that these human skills have even more resonance as we move forward. The story around AI has really been about, you know, the 
the removal of jobs uh, and uh, uh, the benefits, obviously, it's going to have for companies overall. Uh, but that has been refuted, I've heard from a few people along the line. What are you hearing in terms of the overall impact of AI for companies moving forward? It's a, it's a tale of, it's a tale of uh, two cities. Again, we have those that um, view this as a moment of major technology inflection and view that with fear um, and are trying to protect the status quo and the way they create operations or are viewing it as a pure cost reduction exercise. And then there are those, and it's the second camp that I think we're the most confident and excited about who view it as a multiplier effect. And suddenly I can accomplish things with greater quality at greater clock speed, and I can invest differently in my people to upskill them, to create space for them to grow in different ways. And look, we think this is one of the most fundamental technology-centric advancements in the last 50 years on the level of the internet and mobile, for example, and the organizations that see it that way know that um, U.S. productivity, U.S. employment have done great in these uh, past technology advancement moments, and that's the way we think leading organizations are viewing this today. But they also have to factor in the security side as well moving forward because there is obviously the concern uh, of the bad side of AI uh, having an impact on businesses and, and on some of the decision processes you know, not not being truly coming from maybe the C-suite, but com coming from a deep fake along the line. Well, and and this brings our conversation full circle, Dan, to the to the topic of trust, because AI does not exist positively with either your employees or your customers without a defined, trustworthy AI program and approach, and that is everything from the core guts of the cybersecurity infrastructure to the thoughtfulness with which, for example, ethical AI practices are applied to the algorithms and data that sit underneath AI. Yeah. And so you're absolutely right that if trustworthy isn't fundamental to the AI, then organizations and frankly society are going to head down a very negative slippery slope. But those that build trustworthy practices in from the beginning, um, there's a great future ahead. Dan, great to talk with you. Thanks very much. All the best. Cheers, Dan. Dan Helfrich, who is CEO of Deloitte Consulting. To explore more content from the Wharton School, visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.